Welcome to Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction podcast. Loving someone with an addiction is a life of chaos. This podcast is to help you take back your power and build strength, hope, and restore peace in your life. We use the science and art of positive psychology, professionals in their field, along with personal stories of hope, resilience, and strength. We hope you can discover how the courage to focus on you can help put your life back together. When you are in a place of exhaustion, hopelessness, and emptiness, we are a community that knows all too well the turmoil that comes from loving someone with an addiction. We are here to help you compassionately struggle well. Hey there, you're listening to the Saving You Is Killing Me podcast hosted by me, Andrea Seidel. I'm the author and founder of Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. This podcast is for you if you're ready to find a way to struggle well, take back your power, and live life happier while you're navigating loving or losing someone to addiction. I wholeheartedly believe that when you love someone with an addiction, your life gets damaged in some way. Since we can't control someone else's addiction, but we are greatly affected by it, the number one thing you can do is take back your power and focus on you. I believe happiness, joy, and well-being is available to anyone. So the thoughts and perspectives I share here on the show are my own and those of the guests on the show. If you ever hear anything that feels harmful or triggering, I'm pre-apologizing and I'm open to being better and value any feedback and the permission to be human. That said, always take what you love, what feels good and leave the rest. The conversations and tools I'll share here will give you everything you need to figure out exactly how to navigate addiction, put yourself first, and how to build resilience for your well-being in a way that feels really, really good. I use these tools to take back the power in my life to build my strength back up and restore peace. And I teach my clients how to create their own version of a life where they can tap into their power and restore their happiness. My goal is so that you don't feel alone and that you feel supported. I am here for you. Sending hugs. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I hope you are doing as good as possible. I always say that and I always say I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, but I'm so happy that you're here. I'm happy we found each other. Uh, You are amongst so many people that are struggling because we love someone with an addiction or we have lost someone to addiction. And so we are all here together. We know how hard it is and we are a community that is here to support each other. So I am so grateful that you're here and I am just, this is, I'm on a mission. I turn pain to purpose. And that is why I created the book, the podcast, the platform and all the support because I wasn't going to let that pain go to waste. I struggled so much in my situation of loving someone with an addiction and losing someone to addiction. And I just was determined I was going to take all my resilience training, all my positive psychology that I had to use in order to regain my strength and take back my life. And so now that's what I'm doing here. I am here for you to help you do the same thing. And you can, I know how hard it is. I know how challenging it is, 
I hope that you find little golden nuggets in some of these podcasts or that you join us in our private Facebook group or in our resilience course or in some capacity because you do not have to do this alone. And it is a tough thing to navigate. It's so sad that so many of us are affected by addiction. I always say there's so much support for the addict and the person who has the addiction, but where's all the support for the actual people that are struggling the most because of someone else's addiction. And that is why I created this supportive, amazing community that's built and focused on resilience and taking back your power and focusing on you. Okay. So today as humans, we all have the tendency to put the needs of others before our own. And we often find ourselves juggling so many different responsibilities and trying to keep up with all the demands. I don't know about you, but like with work and family and friends, it can be exhausting. And the last episode was on exhaustion. So I hope you listened to that episode. But you know what? In all of this busyness, it's so easy to forget that the most important person in our lives is ourselves. Nobody else is going to look after us. Nobody is going to provide us with the care that we need except for ourselves. Especially, it's especially true For those of us who love someone with addiction or have lost someone to addiction, we really, really need to be strong. We really need to tap into our strength. We really need our resilience. And what happens is we get sucked into the world of addiction and we often put other people's needs above our own. And, you know, we might have feelings of feeling guilty for taking time to ourselves or worried because you know, someone else is struggling. And so that becomes our world. We become so concerned about someone else's problem that we lose ourselves in the process, or we become so concerned about someone else's addiction. It almost becomes like a secondhand addiction. So we don't want that, right? The truth is that if we prioritize our well-being It is so essential. It is all about taking back our power. And so I want you to pause for a moment and just, it's so hard to admit when we have put ourselves on the back burner. It's so hard to admit when our whole world has revolved around addiction and maybe we've forgotten about ourselves. It's so hard to have that self-awareness. I want you to honestly take an honest look and just notice if you have been prioritizing someone else above your own needs. And what we want to do is honor that we need to prioritize our own well-being. If we don't, we become, you know, we can become neglected and we can have all the negative implications of, you know, and become more vulnerable to stress and to anxiety and to burnout and We can even experience physical symptoms like headaches and fatigue and insomnia and everything that affects us when we put someone else's needs above our own, when we neglect our own needs, we actually become more vulnerable. We actually become less resilient. And so we might experience all kinds of things going on as a result of that, right? That it might even put strain on our relationships. It might even, you know, I know for me is like, I couldn't show up to my friends even because I was so depleted and drained uh, that I just, I couldn't show up in the same way for even my close friends. So 
I also become quite irritable and frustrated and just uh, just exhausted for my children. And so we strain other relationships. And over time, we might even lose sight of our own goals and our own aspirations. I remember I felt like I put my whole life on pause to try and help or try and navigate addiction. And I felt so disconnected and just so confused and just drained and exhausted and no longer like me. I felt like, where did Andrea's sparkle go? Where did I go? (laughs) And so you might be feeling the same thing. And so what we want to do is recognize that maybe if over time we've maybe lost sight of our own needs, maybe lost sight of our own values, our goals, our aspirations, and just really if over time we become disconnected from our true selves. So I'm here to just help you today to help you really focus on this idea of being okay to prioritize your well-being and to recognize that when we do that, when we prioritize our own needs and our own well-being, we become so much more resilient. We become so much more productive in our lives and even we can tap into more joy and we feel more fulfilled. So the other flip side of that too, is that we also become better able to handle life challenges. We become better able, you know, whatever addiction throws at us, we're better able to handle it, better able to be resilient in those times, better able to tap into our strengths in those times. So it's really important for us to find the time and the energy and the motivation to tap back into you, tap back into prioritizing your well-being. It's going to help us to have more energy, more resilience, more enthusiasm for our lives, for our work, for our hobbies, and it'll help us to experience more positive emotions. It'll help us go back to that place where we feel joy in our life again, where we actually have micro moments, even if they're micro, where we have moments of happiness in our daily lives. And so, you know, if you're feeling exhausted or you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling like you've been putting other people's needs above your own, don't stress about it. Do not judge yourself about it. It makes sense because there's a lot going on, especially when you love someone with an addiction or have lost someone to addiction. I just invite you that it's time to do you again, to do that expression. I'm going to do me for a while and just take that time to prioritize your own well-being, you know, whether that means that you're taking a nice relaxing bath or you're going for a walk in nature or you're, you know, enjoying a good book. I'm book obsessed myself. I just love them. I love podcasts. I love learning. And just remember that by taking good care of yourself, you're also enhancing your well-being. You're enhancing your relationships with others. You're enhancing your ability to have resilience and strength in the face of challenge and that you're modeling this healthy behavior to those around you too. And you're showing everyone, even your kids. I remember showing my kids that you need to prioritize your own needs. Like, let's look at this and And so I really do encourage you to make this commitment to prioritize your well-being above everybody else and making this a priority, prioritizing your well-being today and start small, right? Maybe you incorporate daily gratitude journals or maybe you start a breathing exercise for yourself or maybe you reach out to others or maybe a support group you join 
And, and this idea is, is that knowing that self-care is not a luxury, it's a necessity, that that is something that we need to do because you absolutely, 100%, you deserve to have feelings of happiness, to feel happy, to feel healthy, to feel good in your life. And by prioritizing your well-being, you can really, really create that life that feels good, create those moments that feel positive, that feel good for you. And so it's really important to do you for a while, right? And so I created, you know, some some that just come to mind for me. And you probably, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you're you're probably hearing a lot of the repeats. But some of the ways that I do me for a while, and I remember when I had first, when my loved one had disappeared on a binge and um, was going to absolutely not be coming back, I was devastated. I was so sad. And I just, I didn't know what to do. And I did talk to someone who did um, verify that there we were dealing with addiction. And he suggested to me, he goes, Andrea, just do you for a while. Because I was so focused on what's going on with him. You know, is this an actual addiction? Or it, where is he going to live? Or what's he doing? Who's he with? Um, why is he leaving me? Like, why is he choosing, choosing drugs? I would even search, search, search all about trying to learn about addiction. And, and so that was one of the best pieces of advice that I got is Andrea, just do you for a while. And that's exactly what I needed. I'm not going to say it was easy, but that's exactly what I needed. So here are some of the things that I did that that really helped me. I basically, for me, I'm just obsessed. I love taking, I feel when I take a warm, relaxing bath, uh, I feel like I'm wrapping myself with a warm blanket. It dissolves stress for me. It really does work. I light some candles. I spray essential oils, my favorite essential oils. What I do is I put essential oils mixed with water in just a spray container and I spray it around the room. So the room smells so uplifting and good. And and then I just feel like I'm taking good care of myself. And that's one way that I just, you know, take back my power and just restore calm. I also plan getaways. Like I try to get away for the weekend or I do a staycation, like, or I just try to go up to like my family cottage and just even in solitude or just even with my kids. And I would recharge and rejuvenate. I would plan to go away sometimes and just like take a walking weekend retreat. Um, And that's another fantastic way to recharge and rejuvenate. I would also treat myself to a spa day. Like even if it was at home, I would put a face mask on or I would do self-massage with my, I have these balls that I use. I roll on them to dissolve tension, relieve stress. I love to light candles around my house and burn incense and just like make my whole home like a spa. And then, or even indulge in your favorite hobbies or activities. So for me, I like I right now what I'm doing is I'm learning piano again. I'm choosing one song to learn every month. And that just is so fun for me. It just allows me to do me and, you know, do something that would bring me pleasure. And so maybe you have a favorite hobby or activity that you've kind of put on the back burner. You know, it could be playing an instrument or maybe it's hiking or going to yoga. So bringing that back to the surface, doing you again. 
Another thing that I did is I actually scheduled almost like date nights for myself where I just do something that I love that. And sometimes it would just be like binge watching my favorite show or going and trying a new restaurant with the kids. And that just felt really good. Another thing, obviously, I am such a book fanatic. I love books and I love podcasts. So sometimes I would just like get into a good book. I would sit by my little gas fireplace and put a heated blanket on and just like nestle up and read my favorite book and just do me like and no no reason to read the book other than just for pleasure or, you know, pick your favorite TV show and just watch it with, you know, no interruptions. Another thing that really helps me is, believe it or not, is taking a nap. I got so depleted and tired that I was just exhausted all the time. So I would schedule in the afternoon, I would just take a 20 minute nap. I would put a timer on my phone and just, I would unapologetically with no shame and no guilt, I am just going to lie down for 20 minutes. I'd set the timer for 25. So I'd even give myself five minutes to kind of get settled in. And just to get some extra, extra sleep, extra rest time, even if I didn't fall asleep, it would just be a nice step away from the busyness of my day and uh, just to feel refreshed and energized. Sometimes I'll even go into my car too, if I'm, if I'm out at work and I'll just, you know, put my chair back, close my eyes just for a moment of recharging. Another fun thing that I do is I love to cook different meals, like try a new recipe. And I try to choose super healthy meals. I feel like I'm taking good care of myself when I do that. And, um, and yeah, it's just, it's kind of a fun way to just like, you know, do a recipe that you want that you would love to eat and that feels really nourishing. Obviously, I'm absolutely in love with yoga and yoga practice and meditation. So maybe uh, that is another way that I do me is taking time where I'm not teaching yoga, but I'm actually participating. It feels so good. Or I usually will pull up a YouTube and do a nice guided meditation and just to help me calm my mind and my body and, and do me right in that time. Another one, and this is the last one I'm sharing, but I, I have so many more inspirations for you. Um, spend time in nature. So even if it's going for a walk or sitting in the park or like going on a trail, I love the trails by my house. It just, it feels so good. It feels good to get out into nature. Maybe you're lucky and you've got a beach that's close by to you that you can go walk along the beach. Oh my gosh. Or just sit on the beach even. Or even just if you can, if you're by the mountains, taking a hike in the mountains or just the hills, like it is so important and it feels so good. And that's one way that I kind of check back in with me. So this is kind of my list and fun ways that I prioritize myself and I do me. I'm curious, you know, just remember that whatever brings you joy and helps you recharge, those are the things that you want to do so you can prioritize yourself and make time for those things that make you feel like you're doing you again, right? Remember those things that used to bring you joy, right? Perhaps um, before the world of addiction kind of got you sucked in. And this is so essential for our mental, our emotional, and our physical well-being. It can help us in so many ways. So this idea of doing me, doing me for a while, it literally means taking intentional steps to just prioritize your needs, your wants, your well-being. And it involves setting aside time and energy and focus 
on your own physical, emotional, and mental health, focusing on you, doing activities that actually bring you joy, that bring you peace, that make you feel fulfilled. And it's really about taking care of yourself, taking good care of yourself. That's what self-care is. I know self-care is a buzzword, but what are ways that you can do you that are going to help you take good care of yourself? That's going to help you. So doing you, doing me <laughs> for a while, it's so important because it allows you to recharge, to replenish your energy, to focus back on you. And it can really help to like make you engage in your life in areas that you have control over. It'll help you engage in your life and allow you to advocate for yourself. And it actually is so important. It is not selfish. If anyone says it's selfish, it's not selfish. It's, you know what, sometimes we just need to turn inward and do us for a while. And remember, it's not about neglecting your responsibilities and it's not selfish. It's by recognizing, you know, that expression that you can't pour from an empty cup and you, we need to take good care of ourselves. It's a necessity. It's a necessary part of our lives, our healthy, fulfilling lives. So that is about it. And I am just so excited to also, if you like some of these inspirations and if you want more inspirations and you're ready to prioritize yourself and your well-being and start putting yourself first on a whole new level, I actually am going to invite you to join the Me First Challenge. So this is a complimentary, wonderful challenge that I have at the website um, this challenge is designed to help you build your healthy habits, to cultivate self-compassion, to do you. It's 30 inspirations that will help you do you for a while. And you'll receive um, an ebook, a Me First uh, Challenge ebook, as well as a Me First Challenge, kind of like calendar, but you can do it in any order possible. And then what we do is we share all these inspirations and what we do, and we share it with our Facebook community. And so it is a, such a great way. I've done it before. I'm doing it again for the month of May. But if you are listening to this and you're like, Andrea, it's not May anymore. <laughs> don't worry. The Me First Challenge is always on the website and you can do this at your own pace and you can always see previous posts in our private support group and we hashtag me first. So that way you can always add to the comment feed and share your photos and be a part of the me first journey. So the me first journey challenge, the me first challenge is completely free. And all you have to do is go to the website at savingyouiskillingme.com and sign up for the challenge. And then you'll receive, you'll receive um, access to the ebook as well as the calendar. So what are you waiting for? Join us today and start putting yourself first. You absolutely deserve it. Uh, you are worthy of self-care. You're worthy of prioritizing your well-being. And I'm so excited to help you on your journey back to you and focusing on some me time madness. Woohoo! So thank you so much, everyone. I hope you got a lot out of this episode. I know I'm kind of going off on these tangents about focusing on you and doing me and me first and all that kind of stuff. But that's the first step, right? Of taking back your power and prioritizing your well-being. We 100% need to do that. So, okay, sending loads of love and hugs through the air to you. And I hope it, it reaches you well.
Thank you for listening. If you want additional support, you can head on over to our website at savingyouiskillingme.com, where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We are here for you. You are not alone. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone that's going through this struggle so we can all work together to take our lives back and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but week after week. Although I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.